happens every goddamn time uh, where, like, I wake up specifically for the 14 patch streams, uh, even though I don't plan to. And oh, I've it's, been like, it's like so, your your internal clock. Yeah, I've somehow been conditioned. And so, like, it happened again. And I didn't even realize today was the day of the stream. I like woke up a little before seven, which is pretty early for me. And then I like went online and I was like, oh, the, the patch stream is starting in like a couple minutes. It, 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 every fucking time it happens. I've like been tuned out of the game for like over a month now. I'm, I've unsubscribed because I have nothing to do until the patch. We finished the raid. Like I finally got a fucking break from the game. And then like I, I get activated like this. <laughs> it's the strangest shit. Absolutely just crazy. Uh, so that was my morning. Um, <laughs> every time. Every single time. Um, but anyway, this is Dead and Road Show. Bill and Ian's. This is episode 65. Uh, we're hanging out, getting yeah. stuff done. <laughs> uh, I got some stuff I want to talk about this week. Um, starting with uh, a couple dead letters, if I can find them. Um, so I I feel like I've gotten something similar to this before, but for some reason this one I don't I don't know. <laughs> it feels <laughs> I think I think this might have been triggered by uh, Dilbert guy. And I, I maybe maybe I'll be able to explain why. Um, this came in from uh, Jeffrey Bates uh, from the Estonian Trade Admission, um, and he says uh, you're invited to participate in the B2B trade mission to Europe, held in the digital capital of the world, Estonia. Is that true? Is that is that what Estonia is known for? Uh, you know, when I think of Estonia, it didn't really come to mind. Also, like... Although, I don't know what does come to mind when I think of Estonia. Also, what does it mean to be the digital capital of the world? That sounds like some metaverse shit. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because normally you think, like, Silicon Valley. or yeah. like Or, like, maybe Estonia is, like, where they stick a lot of servers or something. Could be. Estonia. Now I'm sidetracked. So would you have to physically go to Estonia? Is that what this the pitch is here? I believe so. Yeah, this is a free trade mission. Uh, participants do not pay to attend, although you will need to organize your own travel and accommodation, of course. Uh, this event is organized by the International Trade Council and the Estonian Business and Innovation Agency. 500 participating organizations from across the globe will meet together in Estonia have the opportunity to connect with one another, learn about doing business globally, gain international exposure for their organizations, meet with potential partners, source new products and or services and find investment opportunities. No, I'm out. I hate networking. Sure. It's not uh, my it, thing. It seems, it seems to be what this is. And then they have uh, uh, some bullet points here at the bottom. Uh, why attend? Gained high level access to potential customers and key government officials. Meet with others with other C-level company executives with similar interests. Because you know how I'm a C-level executive? Is that like a low-key uh insult? No, no, no. Like you're whenever you're in the C-suite, that means you're like you're a you're a CEO or a COO. Oh, I'm you thinking got, like there's A level, B level, and then you're no, down no, no, there no, no, at no. C. I whenever didn't know what that meant. The, no, that's that where you want to be in business is at the C oh, level. Oh, okay. Shows yeah, how much yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, meet face-to-face -face with potential foreign buyers, distributors, agents, and suppliers. Attend networking receptions and site visits with high-level officials to further relationship development. What kind of sites am I visiting? Huh. So do they think you're a CEO of the website, of your own website? Is that what's... I guess so. And I guess I am. Technically. Yeah. Um, and I have to submit applications before the 15th, so I better get on that. So I'm not even invited, is what it sounds like. Um, well, you know, they didn't actually address me either. Okay. So <laughs> maybe I'm not even invited. Um, I could forward this to you. I could forward from the no, Estonian I'm, I'm okay. trade admission. I never wanted to go. I just, I didn't want to feel left out, you know, sure. by not being yeah. invited. So, um, let's see what else I have here. Um, no, that's another one in Russian that I can't really read. Um, this one is a Google Drive link. Oh, God. Which, which I probably shouldn't. No, uh, please don't. You know, I mean, you know, on. I'm like really. <laughs> probably shouldn't click on that. But the comment here, I believe, is in Spanish. But at the end of it, it does say robot financiero. Which <laughs> I think I can kind of take some clues on. Uh, I think it's a finance robot. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> if I take the Latin route, <laughs> it's a pretty good guess, I'd say. 
so that's you didn't, nice you didn't click on the link, did you? Please. I did please not don't. click on the okay, link. Good. I did good, not good. click on the link. Uh, well, that's nice of them to send me a Google Drive link to a finance robot. Sure. Uh, that's Those pretty are always cool. useful. Uh-huh. Um, and then I think I have one more. Uh, this one is also in Russian, but I just like the name. Uh, it's from William Duh, uh, which is very funny. Which is very funny. Is it spelled like D-U-H? Yes, it is. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's very funny. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, I, there's one more. I How did I forget? It was in a different thread. Um, so, uh, I think this one, I don't know, this one might be real, but it might, it sh- might not have been like uh, wrong email address. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is from, uh, new business at McVeigh. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, good afternoon, Steven. Uh, as per our telephone conversation, I have listed with our senior part or I've liaised, I'm sorry, with our senior partner, Alan Radlow, who is very experienced in auction matters having acted for a number of auction houses in the past and heads up our investor slash developer team. Alan has the following basic guidelines. Some recommended do's and don'ts, mostly don'ts, of buying at an auction. Buying at an auction is not for the faint-hearted and woe betide anyone who does not do their due diligence. Don't buy at an auction if it is not a cash purchase as the property may not be acceptable to a lender for a variety of different reasons. Don't buy at an auction if you are not an experienced investor. And even then, not without due diligence. Don't buy at an auction if you've had not had a solicitor check the legal pack. Without due diligence, you may find that you have bought a, per, a property on which you inherit liabilities or indeed cannot sell on easily or at all. If you're thinking of buying at an auction, then proceed with extreme caution. Even if you are an experienced investor with cash, you should do the appropriate due diligence and also have the legal pack checked out by a solicitor. In your particular circumstances, if you are attending an auction tomorrow, then there would be insufficient time for us to check the title pack in advance. Uh, kind regards, Melissa, from the new business team. Yeah, um, I um I forgot to tell you about this. Um, I actually met Alan at a, uh, a networking event in the digital capital of the world. Oh, you went uh, to Estonia. I went oh, to Estonia, okay. and I gave I gave uh, your email address. So this oh, is okay. this is just the correspondent. It was meant for me. It was meant for me. That's funny. Yeah. So like this actually came to my personal email. Uh huh. Um, yeah, that's that's the one I meant. That's the one, <laughs> yeah. that's the one I gave. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they're they're giving whoever asked some advice about going to a property auction. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying out different ventures, you know. Yeah, I should say uh, in the UK uh, also. Yeah, um, I um I uh, <laughs> have have uh, connections to a private jet that uh, mm, is yeah, being loaned yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Whenever, whenever you heard Estonia uh, trade mission, you thought it was Estonia trade emissions. Yeah, there and so we go. Using the, and you're so you're using the private jet. There we go. Uh-huh. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you for saving that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why I got this. No, um, that definitely sounds like a uh, went to the wrong address. I mean, your last name is sort of like I mean, they're they're addressing Stephen. Yeah. So maybe I, there was a bit of a mix up there. The thing is that happens in real life all the time. Like a lot of people call me Stephen. Uh-huh. You know, like you go to the doctor's office or whatever, they just call you Stephen. Um, no, Steve. Yeah, yeah, I, I get all that kind of shit. Um, do you just roll with it, weird. or do you correct them? I just roll with it, especially yeah, if somebody I'm not gonna be not gonna be interacting with again. <laughs> Yeah, it's whatever. Um, but it's it's odd to get it in an email, mm-hmm. especially because whenever you type in the email address, it like will fill in the name of the person if it's like an actual email. So sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. But this seems to be a real company, especially because their uh, signature here says uh, with over one thousand four hundred thirty six Google reviews. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, they're apparently a Scotland based uh, li- property legal firm. I, I don't know why I got that, but I did. Well, you know, the Property Brothers are, are very successful. Maybe, you know, if we're looking to change uh-huh. demographics here. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely looking into uh, property mm-hmm. in Scotland at an at a cash only auction. That's <laughs> that's how I that's how I roll. Yeah. Um, and I believe that is all our dead letters for this week. It's a buyer's market. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Why? I just opened the Jeffrey Bates one again. Because in my inbox, it says it's from Garrett Dusty. And I was like, wait, how did I miss Garrett Dusty? And then I open it up and it's the Jeffrey Bates one. And so I want to, where did Garrett Dusty go? 
Also, you mentioned something about Dilbert. Oh, yeah, because there's a running joke in the Dilbert comics about a fictionalized version of Estonia. Okay. And so since we talked about the Dilbert guy recently, yeah, I thought that might have been why Estonia was contacting me. I see. Yeah. We should probably stop talking about... Yeah, we should probably stop talking about Dilbert. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just in general. Yeah. I saw him pop up again, but uh, I'm actually saving that for the live show again. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> oh, God. Um... But moving on, uh, I've got a deep dive this week, and it's uh, it's a more personal deep dive, uh, mostly because I uh, last weekend I got a little busy with a project um, where uh, I decided to streamline my entire um, I don't know how to phrase it delicately my piracy I I, I streamlined my piracy operation. Is this okay I'll to just say talk it. about in publicly? Like, are you I don't know going to get in trouble? I don't for this? know. I don't know. You if, might receive if, a letter from your internet service provider telling I you actually, to cut it out. I actually did for like the two seconds I downloaded something with my VPN turned off. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> and the reason why is because I was downloading something from my mom. And so it was like a, a major network thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they so they cut that. Uh, and because it was taking forever to download because not a lot of people were seeding it. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, um, so I decided to streamline the whole the whole workflow, basically. Uh, and uh, I found some lovely programs that will automatically uh, find currently airing shows and just get them for you and put them into your library. Um, and so I felt like such an idiot for like manually going to download things uh, for so long. Whenever I could just tell my server, like, hey, these are the things I have. Go get the rest of them. And it just does it. Uh, and it took it took literally a day and a half of, like, constantly working on it to get, like, to figure it out. Um, but it ended up being worth it. And it took that long because, uh, so I have a, um, a pre-built uh, uh, network-attached storage device. I have a Synology device. And its software is sort of, it's sort of based, uh, like it's a custom Linux uh-huh. skin. Um, and so in Linux, there are, uh, there's a, like a series of programs called Docker containers. Um, and so they're almost like virtual machines. If you've ever heard anybody talk about virtual machines. I mean, I, I, I've heard um, that in terms like, of like emulators. Yeah, it's kind of similar where like, uh, you have your computer, but then uh, you set up an instance of like um, uh, an operating system that runs in its own container. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you can uh, decide what touches it and what doesn't touch it, basically. Um, and so the reason for this is that uh, I can route my VPN to only be touching these specific programs. And so it doesn't slow down the rest of my file transfers to and from the server. You know, it doesn't slow down video streaming. Uh, in the house to and from the server and my other file transfers. Um, and uh, so like basically all these programs are running in their own virtual machines and that's what the Docker container is. But configuring them, whenever you don't know the first thing about Linux or coding or networking mm-hmm. uh, is pretty is pretty rough. Yeah, I mean, even rough. you just describing this so far, I'm getting about half of the terms. So yeah. And so what I needed to do was follow these guides to the letter and every guide is different because every guide is like basically setting up whoever made the guides preference for how they want their files to be structured um and so originally i decided to do it i was like okay well i'm gonna like just you know follow the guide but have my files set up the way i have them and try to make it work for that Mm -hmm. um and no no that did not work i could not (laughs) i could not like you know band-aid it over uh, mostly because Linux is really weird with file permissions. And so uh, you have um, like a million different users and each file, each folder has its own set of permissions and each file has its own set of permissions. And so each Docker container needs like the right uh, permissions installed for users and user groups. So you have to create a bunch of virtual users and have the right user code and input the right ones into the Docker containers. Otherwise, shit just doesn't work at all. You won't be able to access files or folders or or it just won't boot. Jeez. Um, 
And so, and so like if I type 100, like 100, and I actually want to type 101, uh, shit just won't work. And then you have to figure out why. Um, then once I got it figured out and like I, I did a couple of the Docker containers, then I started getting the hang of it and then I could start doing it. Mm -hmm. Because there was a, there's a couple of these programs. So like I had to do the VPN through one of them. And then I had to do, so the main one is a program called Sonar. And that's the one that goes out and finds the shows and then tells the, um, tells the downloader what to get. And, and it, it, it finds it, them from like specific places that you know, right? Yeah. So you tell it, um, what sites you would like it to search. Okay. So, uh, like in the case of torrents, um, as you probably remember from your, uh, piracy days. Yes. That you have since, that you've since quit cold Turkey. Yeah. Um, that there's like only one real torrent site anymore. Is that, um, it's sort of. RAR BG or however however yeah. you pronounce it. Yeah. Yeah, if that's basically it. Um and then for anime there's also like only one and it's on its last legs where like it'll only load sometimes. Is there really that much <laughs> anime that you couldn't find like, on like Crunchy or, or somewhere some of the other platforms? There's some there's some esoteric ones, yeah. Oh, okay. Or if you're into series like I am like Monogatari, where like they had an entire arc that was only released on uh, a fucking iPhone app oh, in Japan. Wow. Yeah. So Christopher Nolan just, would hate that. Right. So there's just like weirdly obscure, hard to get shit. Um, so there's stuff like that. There's also um, an app for movies. So like you could schedule like movies that are being released, whatever, and then it'll automatically go grab them. Um, the other cool thing is that you can configure it for what qual whatever quality you're searching for. Oh, wow. So if you're looking for 4K, um, you know, uh, uh, HDR10, like, it'll only look for that. Um, if you're looking for 1080p, it'll only look for that, you know, like, so you set the parameters that you want, um, and it'll find them. Um, so then the other thing I quickly realized is that torrents are, like on the way out and are not being used anymore. Oh, okay. And it's not necessarily surprising seeing as how there's like only one site, one site left for them really. Sure. Um, and you know, all the lawsuits and everything shut down most of the other ones. Um, and, but what, what is being, what, like what's replacing torrents actually really surprised me. Streaming. Because, uh, it's technology from the nineties. Oh, okay. I was just going to say streaming, like those streaming sites. Where you don't have to download the no, stuff. No, I mean, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's, you know, that's always going to be around. Sure. Right. Like, I know for a lot of an like anime people, they go to the streaming site, like pirate sites instead of paying for Crunchyroll. Yeah. You know? um, and I should mention, like, I, I do pay for Crunchyroll because it is just way easier to watch anime that way. Sure. Than downloading all of it. Um, Especially like it's only going to get easier because they've essentially monopolized anime in the in the U.S. in the West. Right. Yeah. Basically, because it's now Crunchyroll and Funimation. And there's only like one other paid service uh, that I know of. High Dive. That, yeah. And that so like that's that's it really. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah. And Crunchyroll currently is just cheap enough that it's just way easier to just pay for Crunchyroll. So I, I will say that, you know, I'm, you know, uh, but, um, but yeah, like there's the streaming sites that a lot of people use to, you know, watch anime and whatever. Um, but what's replacing like torrent downloads is, um, something called Usenet. And uh, you're probably not familiar. No, I mean, it's like it sounds vaguely familiar, but like uh, it also does sound old. Yeah. So Usenet is sort of what predated like almost like AOL, like in a way, like sort of like what we consider like almost like I guess I don't know if it's Web 2.0, but like this was like early, early shit. Mm -hmm. um, and they are basically private forums. That you would join um and that that's how they, that, that's how they work they were private groups that you would have to register for uh on, on like the early internet uh and, like you'd have to go try to find them and join them like either through invite or you know if they were open to the public but you'd still have to register and join them like they weren't um publicly indexable in any way like you couldn't do a google search and find the contents of what was on a usenet right that way and actually this is this predates google by uh, a good number of years anyway 
Um, but even this now, isn't like, the you dark cannot... web, is it? No, no, it's not. <laughs> okay, because it's it's still accessible through sure. Um, you know, hypertext protocol. Like this right. is uh, this is still clear web. But, um, oh, is that the name for, is that like what they call the regular internet, clear web, and then you have dark web? Yeah, yeah. I never knew that. Well, there you go. Now, you, see, now I know. You learn, sh- you learn shit on this show. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Um, Educational. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, yeah. I'm going to so be like, talking about excrement later, by the way. <laughs> great. Fantastic. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, the contents of whatever's on the Usenet is not indexable by search engines because it's, you know, it's behind a, a registration, like... Uh, their private forums. And so uh, in the years since, I guess people kept using them mm-hmm. and they developed a way for files to be shared on them in a in a method that's similar to torrents where uh, it's it's sort of peer to peer where uh, bits of the uh, file are spread out across you know, different computers that were hosting the file and you would download it from different sources. Like that's how a torrent works, right? Right. So for Usenet, the way it works is the file is split across uh, tons and tons of forum messages in a thread. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? It's very interesting. Like I I remember, um, I guess it's different because these were more public. Like these were, you could Google these sites, but I remember there being forums where they would like link to files and stuff. But you're saying that like, how does this work with the files? Is it just like a link to another site or are they like being shared directly through the the forums? So like it's, it's, it's similar to torrents in the methodology of like, how you go about downloading it where you're given like a torrent like similar to a torrent file you're given a this file type it's like um i think it's nzb it's for news news something because they're they're uh these started as like news groups also like the that's what they called them they were like bulletin boards and shit like you know this is 90s stuff because mm-hmm. that's what people are like oh yeah we're gonna go on forums and talk about the news you know <laughs> yeah it's very it's very early you know computers um, so like you, you, uh, locate the NZB and what that is, is it spreads the, the data of the file across a ton of different forum messages. Oh, I see. And that's what gets downloaded. Like you download the, the contents, like the, the different bits, like literally the bits wow, wow. of the file. And so you need a, a program that'll do that. So you don't use like, you know, um, a, a torrent client, you use a, a news group client to do that. Um. And so I was like, okay, this is fascinating. So I configured um, this sonar program to. Uh, so the, <laughs> the 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 thing is, is that it almost seems kind of like a racket, though, because, like I said, these are like private groups because they don't want to be indexable, basically. Yeah, I was going to say like that. Is that the main benefit here? Because, you know, torrent sites obviously have to contend with being taken down all the yes. time. Right. So this is the big benefit. Yes. Yes, exactly. So you have to join um, a news group, and that is what uh, hosts all the content. Um, the other thing, though, is that there are two different services that you need. You need a news group, and then you need an indexer. So an indexer basically acts as the Google for you. Mm, mm-hmm. It's what easily searches the news group for what you're looking for. The news group just contains all the shit. Right. The indexer searches for it. Um, so the thing is, is that uh, since these are supposed to be private and they don't want to be, uh, you know, found easily or whatever, they're paid right. services. Um, the 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 news group that I joined that seems to be pretty popular. I'm only on the, the trial. They give you a two week trial. Uh, it's like 120 for the year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so not the worst thing in the world if you're going to be downloading a lot of stuff. But it's like at that point, you might as well subscribe to a streaming service. You True. Know, yeah. Depending depending on what you're getting. Yeah, I guess um, it really it's if you're in a because like all these streaming services, like there's so many restrictions like regionally, like depending yeah. on like what country you're in, like content wise. So like, you know, if it's something that you there's there's stuff you literally can't access legally if you wanted to. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that that would be a good solution, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the case for a lot of people, especially well, if you're tech savvy enough to wade into all this shit. Yeah. I should mention, like, I could, uh, if I want, this This all sounds really cool. Um, also, my worst nightmare. Um, yeah. <laughs> because at some point uh, in recent years, I have become very, very paranoid about, like, computer viruses and stuff. Sure. 
And so I take like every measure possible, imaginable, um, to avoid that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I couldn't, I couldn't mess with this even if I wanted to. Oh yeah, I, I have become um like so privacy paranoid yeah we're like i started just switching all my email to uh uh like encrypted email and all my texting to encrypted texting Mm -hmm. and like i've i've like like hardened my web browser to like turn off all the tracking and the cookies and like literally everything Mm -hmm. uh like i switched to firefox and you know like they're supposed to be privacy minded and like they turn off all the tracking well, I went into the configuration files of Firefox and like I turned up the volume on it even more. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, I, I definitely get where you're coming from. I mean, um, I, I definitely have a disorder <laughs> of some sort. So, well, I'm I'm just a, a neurotic, you know, conspiracy weirdo. So uh-huh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Um so yeah, so like I'm on the free trial for this news group because uh, I, I don't see myself paying the $120. But in, even in order to use it, I was like, I, I uh, signed up for the free trial for this thing. And I was like, okay, well, why isn't it working? Then I found out that you need this index thing. And I was like, oh shit, that's also a paid thing. It's like, well, this is, this seems kind of like a, a racket a little bit. Um, but the, the indexer was, uh, that's only $15 for the year. And I was like, okay, that's reasonable. Um, and since this is all sort of like, you know, uh, sort of backroom dealing, uh, (laughs) they had a crypt, they had a crypto pay option. Sure. And I was like, huh, maybe this one will work because I had tried some of that shit in the past. I tried it with, um, like a banned merch site was Uh actually like, actually had like a Bitcoin option. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to buy this anyway. Let me, let me just see if it works. And it didn't at the time. It like didn't even load. And I was like, oh, well that, that figures. Um, but this one, I was like, huh, all right. You know, this is their whole jam is like this sort of anonymous downloading shit, you know, behind behind closed doors sort of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, all right, let's see if this works. I like uh, because I liquidated uh, most of my crypto shit because I was like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm done. Like I, I had enough, you know, messing around with it, had enough fun. Um, but I kept a little bit of Bitcoin because I was like, ah, that's the big one, you know. <laughs> okay. I'll keep a little bit. Um, okay, so bro. I had All right. So but so I had a little more than $16 and I was like, all right, let's see if this works. Um, and uh, the interface is like, okay, here, send it to this address. And I'm like, all right. So I do. And it's like, cool. Uh, it has a countdown for half an hour. And it's like, all right, uh, if we get the, if we receive it, it within the time frame, uh, you know, your purchase went through. And if we don't... Um, you got to try again. I'm like, okay. Like it says a lot about the entire like system where you have to wait at least half an hour to see if you even bought something or not. Yeah. It's just, it's just so stupid. It's just so unusable. Like I would say no fucking thanks. Truly. Like it's, it's so like, I get it for like this kind of like shady kind of shit. (laughs) Yeah. But then, but then at the same time, like this, this, whatever this payment portal they had, like they have customer service, you know, it's like it's like the scene in Barry where like he's planting a bomb through an app and the app has customer service. You know, it's like it's like <laughs> yeah. that kind of th- it's like that kind of thing. Like it's like, OK. Um, and of course, I, I wait. I was doing other shit in other tabs. Obviously, I'm not going to like sit here staring at the screen, you know, watch pot never boils. Uh, and of course, the timer runs out and they're saying that they didn't get it. And so then I'm like, I click on it. And it's like, OK, what do you do? And they're like, uh, yeah, uh, try to buy it again. And I'm like, well, wait, on my fucking Bitcoin shit, it says that the transaction went through. So I'm not going to send you another $16. <laughs> this, is starting to sound like, this is starting to sound like a scam. Yeah, like I'm not going to send you another $16 in the hopes that it'll go through in less than a half hour this time. Yeah, so what happened to the original $16? So then I went to the, the, the indexer support, not the payment portal support. And so I send them a quick contact i was like hey here's my bitcoin transaction this string of like 64 characters i'm like uh you know just tried to buy premium or whatever the fuck it was called 
Um, it said to try again, but like, you know, I don't want to do that until I know that this didn't go through or, you know, whatever. But here's the transaction because it says it went through on my end. And then I got another email saying it's like, congratulations, you have premium. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> okay. See, by this point, I've, I would have already set my computer on fire. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I have a year of the of the indexer premium for sixteen dollars. Oh, there you go. But if you're not going to do the uh, other thing, does that is that useful? No, it's actually not. Okay. Um, because you need the API from the other one in order for it to actually you know interact. Sure. Like there's there's so many there's so many characters and logins and shit that you need to input into these programs. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so I got that for two weeks basically. For sixteen dollars, um, but like I just wanted to experiment with it, and since I paid with it in Bitcoin, it was like I didn't pay for it at all. Like right, right. That's not like real money in your mind. <laughs> no, no, it's all funny money. It's nothing. It's like yeah. monopoly. So uh, plus, I didn't even think it would work. Um, so yeah, so that's it, it. And like on the user end, since like once I tell Sonar to like go find the shit, it'll either find it in Usenet or Torrent. Like I don't even, you know, interact with the Usenet shit after setting it up at yeah, all. Yeah, that, that's pretty wild. Like I, when you first told me about this, I was like, oh, that's like a DVR that you have now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the, all the convenience of a DVR. And yeah. obviously you're not paying like a massive cable bill for it. Right. This would, it's actually like perfect if you still watch like network TV, you know? Yeah. And you, and you still like, like if I was watching Big Brother, Mm -hmm. you know, this would be like some kind of golden thing because that airs like what, three times a week or whatever? Yeah. Uh, This would be the perfect thing because it would just grab it, you know, three days a week. What happens uh, if so in the example of Big Brother, um, which I this is kind of like a this is like a, something that would probably wouldn't happen very often. But but a couple of weeks ago, an episode of Big Brother was postponed because there was the January 6th hearings in like primetime. Uh-huh. And so it was it was on a different night. Would this pick up on that or is it not like sophisticated? And is it just like going by the. The, the date and time or is it like is it is it more it's involved? going by the episode not being in your library oh okay so i think it would find it as soon as it was available oh that's cool yeah i think that's how it would work yeah that makes sense because it's not it's not pulling it like from cbs right right it's pulling it from, from the torrent site yeah yeah th- so that makes so, sense so as soon as it's up on a torrent site which would be after it airs and somebody you know pulls it from whatever cdn they pull it from uh then it's you know available i think this has solved even a larger problem that a lot of people complain about and i've seen even like articles written about it's like with the current tv landscape and all the different streaming services there's the question of like okay i want to watch this thing but where where do i find it yeah you know so this is like a solution to that that the actual streamers have not been able to come up with and you know what this this is this thing is actually uh better marketing than um some of these apps have because this app told me that uh i missed two months of evil yeah (laughs) yeah i did not i did not know that show was back yeah and it was like hey you're missing eight episodes of this i'm like i thought it was i thought it was an error first i thought it was trying to like find better versions or something or like, or like it was downloading 720p versions of the previous season. Mm-hmm. And no, it was a new season that I had no idea existed yet. I figured it was coming back like in the fall. Yeah, well, yeah, that was weird, right? Because that show, because of the pandemic, the second season was delayed for like a full yeah. year, year and a half or whatever. And so now this third season is coming, what, like eight or nine months after? Yeah. So it's yeah. a short, short turnaround there. Yeah. But even so, yeah, like I, so I had, I had no clue it existed. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, it's like, oh, hey, you want to, you want to grab this shit? And I'm like, oh, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. There's one for books. I don't really know how that one works or how useful it'll be because I could just, you know, get borrow stuff from the library. Like, yeah. For new releases. Like, I don't really read a lot of new releases. Um, it's it's kind of crazy how much there is. Um, mm-hmm. I actually haven't done the movie one either, uh, you know, because that's that's another thing where it's like it's not like I'm watching every new thing that comes out. Right. Movie wise, you know. 
Um, but, but yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. I just couldn't believe that uh, 90s technology that uh, my dad may or may not have used on like the old Apple II, uh, like two years before I was born, uh, is now what I'm using to download episodes of Better Call Saul. Yeah, that is wild. Uh, I guess everything comes <laughs> back around, huh? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, no, I um, I had this little thing about uh, Sumerian humor that I wanted to bring up. Um, mm-hmm. So we <laughs> last week we we talked about uh, the ancient man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which may or may not have been like a riddle of some sort. We couldn't quite decipher it. Mm-hmm. Um, this week I want to go even further back in time. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, this is um, something I saw. This has been sort of known for a number of decades, and scholars have not quite been able to um, figure it out. But I guess over the past couple months, it went uh, viral on like, you know, Twitter, on Reddit. Um, It's even been turned into a meme as everything, everything is nowadays. But uh, yeah, so the first ever, uh, the first known example of a bar joke is dated almost 4,000 years ago. And it was discovered on a clay tablet Mm. um, written in Sumerian, which is a dead language. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it follows the structure of like a, you know, so-and-so walks into a bar, you know? Yeah. Um, But the thing is, when it's translated, nobody knows what it means. Um, so I'll, I'll just read the translation to you or like a rough translation. Mm-hmm. So here's here's the joke. This is 4000 years old, uh, translated from Sumerian. A dog enters a tavern, says, I can't see anything. I shall open this one. Mm. That's the that's the joke. Set up punchline, all of it. Are we sure it's a joke? Well, that's the first question, right? It's structured like a joke. What we what we know as what we know a is a joke, but is yeah. it actually a joke? Mm-hmm. That is up for debate. Yeah. Um, the other theory I saw is that this is uh, we're lacking the context. This of is like a reference, of course, right? There's like a reference to something here that we just have no idea what it means, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, you know how, like, a lot of modern, like, humor nowadays, like, you could be referencing something that, like, a president says or some, like, piece of pop culture, right? But without that... Or it could be, yeah, it could be Zoomer humor where it's just... Uh, noises and quick cuts. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and and without that context, you could not possibly understand it. Mm-hmm. So a dog enters a tavern, says, "I can't see anything. I shall open this one." Mm-hmm. Um, I just think this is fascinating. I I, I actually yeah. think it's even more interesting that we can't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, the fact that it's become a meme in the year 2022 is just like interesting. Yeah, you know, like here we are, four thousand years later, and this joke or maybe joke, maybe not, mm-hmm. um, has become a meme and has taken on a new life of its own. Right. Um, and the meme is based on the fact that you can't actually, uh, like, figure out what it means or what it's referring to. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, if I had to guess, uh, I, I would say that we're just lacking the uh, the context. Right. Huh. But yeah, like, as a piece of, of history, as, like, a potential, like, example of this, like, structure of, if it is a joke, this, this thing that is so commonplace now you know yeah do you have any any do, uh, do, do we know do we know the previous first version of the blank walks into a bar joke before before this was discovered no this from what it sounds like this is like the first at least the first written example like we're talking mm. four thousand years ago so this yeah you know, yeah i understand this yeah. is at the very um the very beginning of like written language no, I understand. Yeah, we so talked th- about Sumerian culture a little bit during one of my fucking dream lectures mm-hmm. uh, with their book of the dreams. Um, yeah, so this could very well be the first, the first one. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what is the dog opening? Why can't it see anything? The mystery no, of it all, you know? No, 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 no. It's not necessarily the dog is opening anything. The, so There's, a dog enters a tavern, says, mm-hmm. "I can't see anything. I shall open this one." Okay, so I shall open this one is. The continued speech attributed to the dog. That's the way I, I've interpreted it. Yeah. Okay. Because I thought my first instinct was forgetting that this was, uh, you know, written uh, at least uh, 3,500 years before beer bottles were a thing that the bartender was opening the beer bottle for the dog. 
because the dog couldn't open it. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But that obviously can't be the case. Right. Um, but I, st- I still don't think that the, necessarily the dog is saying that they're going to open something. I think that's either somebody talking to the dog or whatever. Huh. So the dog is, is saying that it can't see anything? You you think that's... Yeah. And then somebody else is saying, I shall open this one as like a solution to that? Yeah. Okay. Interesting that the dog is uh, anthropomorphic. Here. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's, that, that is, that is comedy gold, you know? Sure. Which, speaking of comedy gold, I had a couple other examples here. Okay. Of like potential jokes, potential just like proverbs from that time period. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was interesting because it, it speaks to uh, humor that truly is timeless, which mm-hmm. is the humor of um, like like bowel movements. Oh, of course. Yeah. So so a, a Sumerian proverb, a uh, popular one is very simple. It's a bull with diarrhea leaves a long trail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one. And this one is believed to be a joke. And and I think this one is is definitely it, there's there, I think this one is more definitively. Before, before we, before we move on to that though, sure. I want to I want to take a step back. Uh huh. I I actually really there's something beautiful about the bull thing. Okay. Okay. I feel like that is that that conveys quite a, a lovely message actually. Uh huh. It, it's about making the best of a shitty situation. Yeah, I, I think like, so even too. Though, even it's, though it's your better bull, than it's it's a better expression than uh, making lemonade out of lemons. Exactly. Yeah. Even though your bull has diarrhea, you could still follow it home. That is beautiful. Yeah, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a bull with diarrhea leaves a long trail yeah it's the simplicity of it too you know mm-hmm. um but yeah so this one i do believe is a joke um so this one translates roughly to uh something that has never happened since the dawn of time the young woman did not fart in her husband's laugh <laughs> so <laughs> women be farting <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> Obviously, the joke here being that, like, you know, they're saying this where it's, this is such a common occurrence that the joke is like, oh, this has never happened uh-huh. before that the woman did not fart. So it's like kind of like a double negative. Um, like that's humor there. That is Sumerian mm-hmm. humor. There's no I don't think there's any other way to interpret it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it just speaks to the timelessness of, of fart jokes. I mean, they sure. truly, truly just, uh, you know, they, they they stood the test of time. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that dog entering the tavern, it is quite a uh, mystery. Yeah. I, I do think that um, perhaps like it's it's a little more simpler than that translation is even making it seem. OK, um, just just based on the way that language works, like when translated, you know, mm-hmm. um, because can you read the first two lines again of the dog one? Yeah. A dog enters a tavern, says, I can't see anything. OK. Yeah, so um, that could just be another, like, basically just a way for saying, like, a blind dog walks into a tavern. Ah, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, based on the way, like, I I can't tell you how Sumerian works, but, like, the way that other languages, other than English, uh, formulate their syntax... Like the way that the, that uh, clauses are arranged, mm-hmm. like you know how descriptions might come either before or after nouns. Right. This just might be um, how their syntax formulated the easiest way to say the blind dog. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did um, read that uh, Sumerian is especially difficult to translate because, as a dead language, for one, it um, does not really have any similarities to other languages. Like mm-hmm. so. So that that makes it difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. A blind dog walks into a tavern sounds even more like a, a setup for a, a joke. It does. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Very I just thought that was an, a, a nice look at uh, some of the origins of uh, potential origins of, of humor. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> um, you know what's funny? A, a blind dog entering a tavern? Yeah. But you know what else is funny? What's that? Uh, the NHL living in the past. Oh. Um. I saw this on Twitter. Uh, the NHL Network, uh, for some reason, was um, on their ticker, was giving transactions from 2019. Okay. Instead of, you know, current year. Right. Uh, not even sure how that happens. Yeah, that's bizarre. Uh, like, do so they yeah, save so all that- of their previous 
like updates and I guess they would have to like this wasn't this wasn't like a uh, um, a rerun of mm-hmm. something. It was uh, during the World Junior Cup game. Oh, wow. So it was like current programming, but the uh, the ticker at the bottom, you know, just had old roster moves. You know, it's possible they've been doing this for a long time and just nobody and watches the NHL networks. So and yep. <laughs> they and just tuned noticed. in for the World Juniors and finally noticed it. Yeah. Uh, and because the screenshot somebody posted uh, said that the Penguins acquired uh, Alex Galchenyuk and Dominic Kuhnhackel. Oh, hell yeah. Um, That's big. <laughs> that's the exact move they need to make at this time i'm telling you Uh uh-huh yeah i didn't know they had the cap space to be honest actually it was dominic cahoon not coon hackle it's cut off i just took a guess they had both at one point Uh uh-huh um (laughs) uh yeah i i don't know what they're doing over there and they'll still put They'll still put good matchups in prime time on that fucking decaying network that they don't even pay attention to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they get a lot of games during the regular season. They do, and it's 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 just depressing. They get a lot of Penguins games, which is unfortunate for, for us. And they get a lot of their transactions. I, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we got one last thing, and I don't even really know if we want to... Should we even what uh, Ezra Miller update? Yeah, should we? I mean, we've we've we we've dis- we've discussed Ezra in the past, so we might as well. All right. There was one notable uh, bit of info from Warner that I did want to mention here. Yeah, um, that was really the major thing. I don't really because like by the time we uh, record this and I edit it for Wednesday, uh, they will have committed four more crimes yeah you know so i don't even i don't even care about what they did in vermont and all that shit because there's gonna be a dozen more things that they got up to Wait, i am, but is, I am is ezra in custody now i i don't know i thought i thought they were arrested I thought, or something i i don't know i thought that they were like i thought there was like a warrant now we need something. to check the nhl network's news updates to to, right. to see what ezra is up to well well the nhl network says that they just announced the flag the flag. so <laughs> yeah. i i don't know how useful that is <laughs> Uh, I'm scared to type in. All right. So I just typed in Ezra Miller and it does say arrested. So, uh, it's tough to commit more crimes when you're arrested, but it's, I would, you know, if anybody could do it, uh, Ezra Miller flashes playful grin while lounging with mom after third arrest, huh. uh, appears to be relaxed and unbothered these days, but the laundry list of legal woes, um, now sporting a full mustache. Okay. What does that have to do with anything? What is this? <laughs> what is this? Um, Charged with uh, felony burglary into an unoccupied dwelling, breaking into a house in Stamford, Vermont, stealing several bottles of alcohol back in May. Um, and then this lists all the Hawaii shit uh, cited with the burglary charge um, and also tried to locate the young family. Uh, wow. Th- this article even mentions their pronouns and then screwed it up here. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, allegedly been housing since mid-April. I can't throw stones. I screwed up the pronouns like eight times last time we talked about it. Um, according to Rolling Stone, looking for the 25-year-old mother and her three children, aged four, five, four, and one, uh, to serve an emergency care order, uh, which demanded the kids' removal from both the property and her care. Um, okay. I did see so a, a TikTok they, joke where it's like everyone's correcting people about Ezra's pronouns mm-hmm. instead of just like talking about the potentially horrific crimes that they're committing. Eh, I mean, no. There's room for both. There's room for both. Um, literally everything I've seen has been about, like, what the hell are they going to do next? No, for sure. Uh, There's, yeah. You could still, you could get pronouns correct and also address the kidnappings and the burglaries yeah, they're, they're, and everything Yeah, they're, they're two totally different, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't, you don't try to get somebody's pronouns right just because they're a good a person. A good person, just, for sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so apparently they've been arrested and they're, like, out, I guess, because sure you probably Um, afford the bail yeah yeah uh so but like you said what's more interesting is what warner brothers (laughs) is either deciding to do or not do Mm -hmm. with the fucking flash movie yes um because the the news that has come out is that uh it's something like three options is what they're possibly considering Mm -hmm. uh they're either going to um have ezra do some sort of remorseful interview saying that they're fine yikes uh and then to not do any more press for the movie and then release the movie okay 
That's number one. It's number one. Uh, or they're going to just release the movie and not have any press. <laughs> double double going, yikes. Yeah, or they're going to shelve the movie. Oh, there we go. That's the one. I yeah. think that's that's the way to go. No, the, the second does, one there. It does, yeah. it does say a lot that the two options are still to release the movie. <laughs> I know. And one of them is like, okay, so releasing the Flash movie, but excluding Ezra Miller from any marketing or publicity for the film. So uh-huh. you're going to market a movie called The Flash without uh-huh. any mentioning of The Flash. Uh-huh. Like, what? Yeah. You gotta just cut... You have to just cut your losses here. The th- so... The rationale, I'm not even going to say defense because I, I don't even think these people are defending. These aren't like DC fan, whatever the fuck. I'm not even, uh, like brand fans at this point. You're brand fans. Um, corporation fans. Yeah. <laughs> You're fans of corporations. Mm-hmm. Executives, uh, basically. Yeah, basically. Uh they're just they're just rash like these are people just like trying to rationalize why they would still be going forward with releasing this movie is because it sets up other properties and movies in the stupid oh, film universe, film universe yeah whatever the fuck because that's been series. super important to all it's, the it's been it's been so important this far and it, you know, it, it really it's so it's so bleak. It's so bleak to hear about these plans from 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 a big company because not all of them are solely focused on money and the movie uh-huh. and not at all the human being and the obviously unwell human being and the crimes that the human being has committed. Um, those all are a, a, an inconvenience to them. The, the crime that. An obstacle to overcome. Right. The crimes that we know of so far. Sure. You have a list. <laughs> like there there has to be more. Yeah. It's like every day there's there's a new uh, news story. Yeah. So like this is like um, this reminds me of the, the first option there was to have Ezra show quote unquote remorse. Like that's well, not that's. OK, so 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 um, I think it's actually worse than that. Oh, okay. I think that was me editorializing. Okay. I think it's actually worse. Let me pull up what the actual... Um, I think it's worse than that. Um, I'm almost there, I think. Hold on. No, that's Joker 2. Oh, God. <laughs> Joker 2. Uh, I hate all of this so much. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Ezra Miller giving an interview explaining their erratic behavior. And then do... Okay, it's actually... And then doing limited press... <laughs> What does that accomplish? I don't know. It's not even like, it's not even like, okay, we're going to provide, like Warner that is, we're going to provide resources to get Ezra the help that they need. Like that would be even just like the bare minimum thing that could maybe be acceptable. That's not even what this is. This is just like repent or whatever. I don't even know what you call it. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know the, what is, what, what is, what are they going to say? Right. Because normally they go on Instagram and talk about killing the KKK and <laughs> I mean, OK, and strange shit like that. Yeah. And talking about how they're on the run from the KKK and the cops. So so now you're going to put makeup on them and toss them out in front of cameras with what a prepared state. Like what? What do you what do you what do you do? Are you yeah. hoping for this is like. This is like Tom Cruise jumping on the couch on Oprah. Like, what are you what are you expecting to happen? Mm-hmm. And then limited press to talk about to talk about a movie they filmed how many years ago at this point? Yeah, I don't even know. It's it's. But again, I'll say it again. Like Warner does not care about Ezra Miller. Warner does not care about anyone that Ezra Miller has hurt or any any crimes that have been committed. They just want this movie to be released and they want the least amount of trouble for themselves as possible. Right. That's all that they care about. They they have to see. Well, to them, it's it's a no win situation, right? Sure. Like they released the movie. They're going to get backlash because of of they got this person that's on a rampage mm-hmm. who is the who is the featured character yes right this is not just a character that they can airbrush and you know replace digitally <laughs> oh so i had to i i need to confirm um oh no, 
so they actually recently filmed reshoots with Miller. Okay. Between arrests, Hollywood Reporter uh, mentioned that Miller participated in regularly scheduled additional photography over the summer uh, before being charged with burglary. Their third arrest. Um, so they 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 don't give a shit. No, not at all. And the fact that they're actually actually still doing reshoots. <laughs> <laughs> like, this movie's not even going to be good. Mm-hmm. Like, who gives a shit? And like we said this last week, but they just scrapped a completed Batgirl movie. Right. Like, it's wild. Did they did they do that in, like, for the whatever the tax break, whatever situation with that was, due to them potentially losing money on The Flash? Uh, maybe. Which makes it even worse somehow. Um, right. And then did you see Kevin Smith... Uh, like came out and uh you know criticized uh warner for what they've done here uh regarding batgirl and the flash and then like you see the news a couple days later where um warner uh canceled a film that kevin smith was supposed to was supposed to make so i don't know what to make of that whether that decision was already made or not but it seems like they're it seems like they're kind of axing a bunch of stuff. So it probably was already decided. Right. I saw an article so yesterday. He, he was probably already angry. He was probably already angry. Yeah. I saw an article yesterday. I think it was on like Polygon. And the headline was um, like the best HBO Max originals and where to watch them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was not like parody. It was real. Like it, there, there's actually that problem now where they've um, things have disappeared. So you don't actually know where to watch some of their original stuff, which is crazy. But uh, it, it, it's such a it's such a like they see it as such a no win situation. Like they release it. They're going to get backlash. Mm-hmm. If they decide to scrap it, they obviously care that they lost out on the money from like they lost like however much they spent in production and they lose whatever, you know, box office bullshit. Um and then they also have whatever bizarro contingent, whatever loudmouth contingent will come out telling them to release the Ezra Miller cut, Ugh. which, you know, has to exist. This is the bad place. <laughs> you know, they're out there. Yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that the, is this still the Snyder verse. I don't even know. I don't give a shit. Well, there was the like the people. whole like Michael. Uh, wait, what's his name? The, um, the guy Michael who played, Keaton. Michael Keaton. So he was coming back to play Batman, but then that kind of like fell to the wayside, and so now Ben Affleck is is doing something again. So I think like we're slowly morphing back into the uh, sort of the uh, Zack Snyder thing that was never really a thing. I don't know. I don't care either. But like I'm sorry to say, I don't care either. But it's like I I don't I can't follow it. No, it's impossible. So, so you're telling me that this this is this this movie is so pivotal for the like I don't I, I don't thought they think gave it up is. on that a couple of years ago. They were like, we're just gonna make movies and they really are just like their own things. And that was like working for them because Aquaman was pretty good and Shazam was pretty good and Joker was awful, but like people liked it. So and those were all sort of like standalone um, I guess they movies. Said that. But then at the same time, like they have Shazam and then they have Black Adam, which is a Shazam thing. True. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess those have to tie into each other. Right. Uh, sure. I guess. Like, I think the problem is, is that there's now this expectation with audiences. They're, they've been conditioned by Marvel. Yeah. That this this now all has to tie in. Yeah. And you now have to sit there for the credits to see uh, a cameo from uh, Dick Butkus or whoever the fuck, whatever rando superhero has got to show up. Yeah. The, the like, difference, the difference there being, and, you know, obviously say what you will about Marvel, criticize, you know, any, there's a number of things you can criticize with them, but like they have this, they've had this plan and they've executed. Like it's actually like coherent and like it makes sense. Sure. Although I hear that like now it feels like there isn't one, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, like that's, but now audiences have been conditioned. And yes. so like they, they know that now that this is DC, but they're still like, okay, well, this is, this has got to be a universe that f- fits in to compete with Marvel, right? This is so now they've all got to do this. And so now there's the Joker two universe and now there's the Snyder verse. And, and, but now there's these other mo- like, so now they're, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. And like the audiences are left spinning. You know, it'd be so cool. But it's just like. Is if they if prioritize making good movies. I was just going to say, if they were just movies. Again. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. 
<laughs> Nothing that we've heard in the past couple weeks about Warner it gives any indication that they're headed in that direction. So, um, in fact, there everything is more up in the air than it ever was. With that. And that's everything from big uh, DC stuff to smaller, like Warner produced, like you know HBO Max series and stuff. Uh-huh. So that's it's a damn shame. It's a shame for the smaller artists that had deals in place and maybe don't now or everything's up in the air and it just sucks. It just sucks. And and also you see a majority of and this is not just exclusive to what's happening at HBO Max, but like when shows get canceled, it's very typically shows from like marginalized voices. Like you see like Latinx uh, shows typically get the axe quicker than shows starring or created by white people. Like that's just how it, it goes in the the industry right mm-hmm. um and that's that's a huge problem but that's also a whole it, other it, whole other thing th- like i just i just went to close my twitter and refresh it and then there's a headline star wars gets dragged by mark ruffalo in defense of the mcu i saw that yeah what are we doing what are we doing they're the same thing basically they're the same fucking thing yeah what are we doing also why is lost getting dragged this week did you see know. have I you seen see that? that so there no. was first there was an article an interview with one of the euphoria actors what's his name uh the one who plays the um the drugged out guy um the dealer yeah the dealer he was like, yeah, um, Euphoria is not going to go on forever like Lost did because um, that was he even was he even old enough to have seen Lost? I mean, probably, but that it's just like such an unnecessary thing. But then there was an interview with Damon Lindelof where he was talking about how he wished the show went a couple fewer seasons. Um, but of course, like people get the wrong takeaway from that. He was basically saying how each episode would have or each like story beat or episode would have been more meaningful if they it didn't go like six seasons, 120 episodes or whatever, which mm-hmm. like there's truth to that. But of course, they make it sound like he's like shitting on like the ending that everybody hates, but I think is brilliant. <laughs> Well, that, that's just like the perspective. Like, the, look at how the, the, the format has changed. Oh, yeah. You'll never get another show that has 120 episodes, serialized show like that again. Yeah, that just it just doesn't happen. No, it's impossible. On network TV? Oh, yeah. No, there's no Are way. Are you kidding? Mm-mm. Like, no. Now you get, uh, you know, you're 8 to 12. Yeah. And you, you deal with it. And like Lindelof himself as a showrunner has evolved his craft because The Leftovers was three seasons and it's a better show than Lost. And then Watchmen was one season and it's arguably his best work. Mm-hmm. When I say him, it's like there's an obviously an entire team, but like, you know what I mean? Yes, um, of course. So like there's been that evolution with like like Lindelof shows, too. But that also mm-hmm. reflects just TV in general. It's all yeah. about limited series and, and short term, short term things. But yeah, like I, I just saw Lost coming up in a number of headlines this week. I'm like, can we just, can we not? It's just, it's just brands fighting and, and, and the soldiers in defense of different brands. Yeah. It's just all kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> just, just sad. Which is part My of what brand made, is it, better it's, than your brand. I know. It's part of what made me really um, appreciate Irma Vep, the, the new uh, version of Irma Vep. Um, yeah. Which we will, we'll talk about, but, but yeah, it's, it's rough. <sighs> And with that, <laughs> should we segue out? I don't have it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Are we going to do the Room of App recording? Did you watch the whole thing? I did. I did. How'd you? Well, we'll, we'll get into that. But yeah, so we're going to do that recording like right after this. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, yes. So that's the end of this show. Mm hmm. <laughs> to leave you. To leave you. Yeah, I I feel Uh, bad. That was like, uh, I just even hate talking about this nonsense. There's there's no way to bring up Ezra Miller and not, you know, have to have a good time. There's there's just no way. There's no way. Um, Which is why I was hesitant to do it again. But um, but yeah, that's that's going to be our audio program for this week. (laughs) Um, We really do appreciate you listening. Uh, We're going to be trying something new. Um, where we break out uh, beautiful cinema into its own separate uh, recording and listing. It'll still be in the main feed, uh, just like we did with the live show. Um, And we'll title it whatever we're talking about, you know, uh, that time. Um, So if you're interested in it, that's fucking fantastic. And you can listen to it. Uh, And if not, you don't have to bother. And it works out that way. Um, So if that sounds cool to you uh, or you think it's a dumb idea and you want it back in the main show, hey, let me know. but we're going to try that and see how it goes um, and maybe get that sweet, sweet Irma Vep SEO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, 
get all the people clamoring for <laughs> reviews of Ermavep to click on the pod. Um, so yeah, that's what we're gonna get up to. Um, hey, we could have we could have jumped all... directly into like the latest Marvel show. We didn't sell out that, sure. that quickly. Yeah, I mean, but then I would have been I would have just been cast adrift because I hadn't seen. Hulk 2 or Avengers 4. No, it's it, honestly, or, I don't think it matters. I, I think they've made these shows where you can just watch them. Like, I'm, I'm going to be checking out um, She-Hulk, which is coming out as we record Captain this today. Thor. No, I'm saying, like, I'm going to be checking out She-Hulk, and I haven't seen anything Marvel-related since, the like, the last, like, Avengers movie. And I really don't think it matters. Taika Waititi's Spider-Man. No, it's, it's Thor. He's doing I, Thor. Iron Man's latest jamboree he's dead uh captain hawk i don't know if that's even a character uh the black thunder that sounds like a parody um shit who's the um who's uh mr eyesight <laughs> mr um, eyesight the guy that the guy that just stares at you the, cyclops no no oh, no i figured if um, anybody was mr eyesight it's cyclops no no the the guy who's Oh, he, oh, it was so, it was so emotional when he died and they loved each other so much. Is that um, a vision? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Is, he was, yeah. Is, is I, Mr. Eyesight vision? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Cause his backstory was that he was an eye doctor. Right. And that was, was the name of, yeah, that was the name of his, uh, it was, his, his, you know, his practice. Uh, and he sold glasses, to kids. And but he named his eye eyesight his eye doctor practice vision. No, 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 Mr. Eyesight. It was it was like it was sort of like a Mr. Robot situation. He was, was the, he was, was repressing was an abusive childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it was, it's Disney. Of course, he was. And so <laughs> that was the name of the shop that he owned, where you know he sold glasses, and you know the kids would come in and they needed glasses. Uh, but then he also had laser heat vision, and that's where he got the name Vision. For a superhero you name. could very well be making all of this up and i would not know the what are you talking about this is the backstory for captain i uh mr eyesight, captain eyesight. <laughs> it's the canon that's the lore he's a very pivotal character because he he died oh it was so crushing whenever they said i'll i'll always love you and that 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 that, that line really hits hard there's a lot of gift sets on tumblr all about it. What year is this? Like, what do, What are you even... Oh, it feels like it was yesterday. Also, I, th- I feel like we should name the episode Captain Eyesight, but also if it's sure. a reference to something that happens in literally the final, like, 30 seconds, <laughs> it might not be the best. Or it might be the best. That'll that'll get him in. Uh-huh. <laughs> that'll get him to listen to the end. Uh, thank, thank you for listening. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Dead Road. Check out the Facebook at Facebook.com slash Dead Road TV. Twitch.tv slash Dead Road TV. We'll be doing a live show uh, that's next Friday, right? That's the 19th. So check out uh, the Twitch uh, on the 19th sometime in the evening, probably Eastern time. It's that hot <laughs> uh, summer night. Hot summer night. Yeah, we'll be doing stuff. I'll bring up Dilbert again. Uh, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Uh, oh, you know what I was going to talk about this week? I was going to talk about J.K. Rowling's uh, Twitter thread where oh, she blabbing again. She talking. It was amazing. She was using um, characters from Harry Potter. She was basically pretending she was in like the Harry Potter world and how all of the Harry Potter characters would defend her for being a turf. It was the saddest thing I've ever heard. It was the saddest thing, and it was wild. uh, That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. I forgot to pull that up. That's amazing that she's writing her own Harry Potter fan fiction. That's that's really good. Yeah. That's, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so she she's like nobody in the real world likes me anymore because I suck. So I'm gonna go live in this world that I created and have these my, the characters are my friends now. Oh my god! And they don't mar- they don't they don't care about uh, being transphobic. It's it's okay with with, with uh, Hermione. Right, and because Ron. you made them that way and you made them all weirdly center right. Yes, uh. <laughs> yes, it's perfect how that worked out, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence uh, and if you missed the live show check out the archive all over on YouTube do a search for Dinner TV it'll get you there and uh, if you have any thoughts on Ezra Miller's latest rampage uh, video at dinnerroad.co alright we gotta go now do another hour long recording so we'll check you later thanks for listening No!